Welcome to the Alive Lauren Podcast. This is a place of celebrating soulful, conscious living and once a week on the Mondays, hopefully more in the future, but right now, once a week on the Mondays, we celebrate conscious business, those leaders who are out there in the trenches demonstrating that a people, planet-centric, thriving, profitable business is possible. And today I am super, super duper excited to celebrate Yala Jewelry. They are the UK's first B Corp certified jewelry company. Yes! Because as we know, B Corps are holding to the highest standards of social and environmental assessment and also that they are incorporating these aspects into the legal side of their business framework. So where to even begin because this is so divine. This is also Yeller is about demonstrating that the fashion industry can be sustainable and ethical. So the founder Audrey was born in Kenya because these, these are beautiful artisan created pieces made by artisans in Kenya. She currently lives in the UK and it's the team in Kenya that make these pieces. And I just love this. Oh my God, on so many levels. So the whole vision then where it all started was to create a way, find a way to empower these artisans who have skills that have been passed down from generations. And oh, wow, there is just something so magnificent and special in terms of artisan work and honoring that sort of labor of love that a person puts into their work and a skill that, wow, when you have skill and knowledge passed down from generations and it's something that you acquire an ability over time, I just think it's, it's so wonderful and to enable people to be able to support themselves and their families and their community and having a platform for that while at the same time protecting the planet. Oh my God. So how do, where do I even begin with the amount of stuff? I'm going to try cram in as much as I can in these glorious celebratory 10 minutes that we have. So Audrey also named the company Yala after the town in Kenya where her late grandmother lived. Hmm. And I love this. I was listening to a little bit of a clip of Audrey speaking and she was talking about, you know, when there is like a new project and a sort of like back and forth with the artisans and seeing what is required from the drawings to the prototyping. And, you know, once they get a clear idea of exactly what the work is going to be and the scope of the work and, and all of that, that they can like properly quote, when they quote, she doesn't look to negotiate or bargain them down because she just believes that they are quoting a fair price. They are quoting a price that they believe is fair for their labor and their expertise and that builds in and allows for profit. And it's just such an important point. I just think it's like, like she was saying, you know, with a business hat, there's always this like bargaining down to maximize profit. But there's more to business than just maximizing profit on a bottom line. So here with working with these artisans and because the supply chain is so short, you know, it, she gets to meet and know the people that are making these products. And when you know, they have shared with her that what she does is she pays like a 50% deposit up front 
And from that, they are able to buy all their materials, pay all the labor costs, pay for additional labor that they may need to get on board to complete for that project. And when they receive the second 50%, the final payment, for them, that is like pure profit. And that now can go to doing things that are worthwhile within their community. So for example, to like fix, someone will fix like their mom's roof of her home or someone else may look to them and be able to buy school supplies and school uniforms. And she's like, when you know how much this money means to people and what they do with it, you can't bargain someone down. It just, it's just not the right thing to do. Nothing, you've got to think broader than just that bottom line. You know, there's ways that we can do business where everybody wins. And it's really, really beautiful here because they've got two different workshops that they work with. And for example, the one where they do the bead and leather. So to give you an example, because we've got like the responsible sourcing and on the other side, they're like fair pay. These artisans that work for Yellow are paid three times like the the normal sort of minimum accepted wage for an artisan. And what this translates to is, for example, the one center where they do the leather and bead, there's one man and there's like 158 women. But those local women are supporting 300 households. So there's this like ripple of impact. And the leather is all surplus dead stock that they use for their trinkets and the things that they make. And the beads are sourced for their quality and to be able to be reused. While we're on this topic, it's absolutely amazing. They do have like a reclamation um, system in place, you know. So if anyone does have something and for whatever reason you're going to stop wearing it or you don't want it, you can send it back and the, the piece will be taken apart into its components where everything can be reused. And then while we were on the topic of circular, they also have this partnership with Durat. I don't know in Finland if you pronounce the T, but it's D-U-R-A-T. This is so divine. They have these limited edition pieces. So Durat, how divine is this? For the last three decades in Finland, they have been championing circular economy. And from the very beginning, You know what their goal was? To reduce the amount of plastic waste that's incinerated or that goes to landfill. So they produce amazing, beautiful furniture, bathroom accessories, also like solid countertop things that are made from 30% industrial scrap plastic. And their products are 100% recyclable. I mean, it is absolutely divine. I mean, their goal is to have a closed material cycle, okay, so that their production will not generate any landfill waste at all. And this is so divine because the circular economy carries through in Yala. So they're beautiful. You can go check. There's a Yala highlight called Jurat on their Instagram because it's these beautiful pieces with these fine little flecks because of these the way it's made with all these tiny, tiny little chips of like pre-used plastic, it creates this, these, this beautiful visual effect. So definitely just take a look at that. But then when we're looking at that, like if you look at yellow and circular and no waste, they've got a zero waste pendant that is literally made from the off cuts of other pieces. Um, I mentioned, I know I'm going up all over the place. I'm going to come back to materials. The other one also is the brass. There's a brass workshop with brass artisans. So when we're talking about the materials used to make the pieces, 
So brass, he has a bit of a science lesson. So it's a copper and zinc alloy. They source it, they go to like places, waste facilities, and they make sure to remove any contaminants. So like nickel, lead, certain contaminants are removed from the metal. And there's also like some elements have got cow horn. Now this cow horn is reclaimed from farmers who would otherwise throw this away. And then when they make it, the cow horn makes dust. That's any of the dust produced. And that is accumulated and used as fertilizer. Oh my God. It's just, and then we move on to like their packaging and their packaging promise. They've removed like all the plastic from their packaging. The whole idea is just so, yeah, and anyone worldwide. So this is yellowjewelry.com. There's other online stockers. I see that they ship worldwide. So these are pieces that are made to last a lifetime and more beyond. Um, but for whatever reason, you can also like send it back for the components to be used, but in their packaging to protect the items till they get to you. And then they ask you to responsibly. So the elements can be recycled, reused or composted. How divine. So, and then there is this commitment as well to transparency. There's like meet the maker stories. You actually get to know who created your product. And when we said about the materials and the material sourcing, they want to be able to have transparency from design to delivery. Okay, of the products that are made. And it's so incredible if we look at like the threading. They used recycled fibers from plastic flour and rice sacks as the threading for the beading. Oh my God. It just is so divine when these organizations and businesses, these for-profit businesses are showing what is possible and the creativity. And we mentioned earning three times, you know, the kind of standard rates of like an artisan, but all these things that there's no child labor, there's safe hygienic working conditions, people have access to grants, training and development. Ah, so I see we've hit our 10 minutes mark. So I just really wish Yala the greatest Yala jewelry, the greatest of success and may they continue to just inspire and move the fashion industry in a more conscious, sustainable, ethical, regenerative direction. And on this glorious note, if you know anyone who loves jewelry, anyone who's needing, looking for a gift, this is definitely a stunning, stunning option. So on this glorious note, I'm going to leave and love you fine folks until we meet again. Mwah.